transcendent knowledge. Thus have I heard, once the Blessed One was dwelling in Rajagriya at Vulture Peak Mountain, together with a great <coughs> Sangha of monks and a great gathering of the Sangha of Bodhisattvas. At that time, the Blessed One entered the Samadhi that expresses the Dharma called Profound Illumination, and at the same time, Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, while practicing the Profound Prajnaparamita, saw in this way, he saw the five skandhas to be empty of nature. Then, through the power of the Buddha, Venerable Shariputra said to Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, how should a son or daughter of noble family train who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita? Addressed in this way, Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, said to Venerable Shariputra, O Shariputra, a son or daughter of noble family who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita should see in this way, seeing the five skandhas to be empty of nature. Form is emptiness, emptiness also is form, emptiness is no other than form, form is no other than emptiness. In the same way, feeling, perception, formation, and consciousness are emptiness. Thus, Shariputra, all dharmas are emptiness. There are no characteristics. There is no birth and no cessation. There is no impurity and no purity. There is no decrease and no increase. Therefore, Shariputra, in emptiness, there is no form, no feeling, no perception, no formation, no consciousness, no eye, no ear, no nose, no tongue, no body, no mind, no appearance, no sound, no smell, no taste, no touch, no dharmas, no eye, datu, up to no mind, datu, datu of dharmas, no mind, consciousness, datu, no ignorance, no end of ignorance, up to no old age and death, no end of old age and death, no suffering, no origin of suffering, no cessation of suffering, no path, no wisdom, no attainment, and no non-attainment. Therefore, Shariputra, since the Bodhisattvas have no attainment, abide by means of Prajnaparamita. Since there is no obscuration of mind, there is no fear. They transcend falsity and attain complete nirvana. All the Buddhas of the three times by means of Prajnaparamita fully awaken to unsurpassable, true, complete enlightenment. Therefore, the great mantra of Prajnaparamita, the mantra of great insight, the unsurpassed mantra, the unequaled mantra, the mantra that calms all suffering should be known as truth since there is no deception. The Prajnaparamita mantra is said in this way, Teata Om Gate Gate Paragate Parasangati Bodhisoha. Thus, Shariputra, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, should train in the profound Prajnaparamita. Then the Blessed One arose from that Samadhi and praised Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, saying, Good, good, O son of noble family, thus it is, O son of noble family, thus it is. One should practice the profound Prajnaparamita just as you have taught, and all the Tathagatas will rejoice. When the Blessed One had said this, Venerable Shariputra and Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, that whole assembly in the world with its gods, humans, asuras, and gandharvas rejoice and praise the words of the Blessed One.
The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers. Adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. Holy Lamas High, wrap the sky of your Dharma bodies in massive clouds of knowledge and love, and let them pour upon the earth of your disciples as we are ready, a shower of rain, the teachings deep and wide. Shangju Badu Dani Yazuji, 
나기 진이 <音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音
So when we go to the section in the Lamrim Chema or the great treatise on the stage of the path uh, to enlightenment on karma and its results, we find that the major name of the section is developing the faith and conviction in karma and its results that is the root of all temporary happiness and certain goodness. Uh, so that's the major heading name, and then there are three major categories uh, that then have subcategories underneath them. Uh, but the first category is uh, um, reflecting on karma and its results uh, in general. So the general way of reflecting on karma and its effects or karma and its results. And then the next category is reflecting specifically uh, about the specifics uh, of karma and its results, or the particulars, I think it's translated as uh, here, um, but it's the specifics or the, the, the things that are not in common, the particulars of, of related to karma and its results. So the first category is generalities, the second is more specifics. Uh, and then the third category is once you've looked at uh, the general and specifics about karma and its results, how you engage in virtue and turn away from non-virtue. So this is the third category. So under that first category uh, that deals with uh, karma and its results in general, uh, we find that there is the explanation of uh, uh, of of uh, the general the explanation of karma and its effects in general is broken down into two uh, two major headings. The actual way. Uh, in which to reflect, reflect generally uh, and reflecting on the distinctions or the differences among the varieties uh, of karma. Uh, so uh, then when we go to the first category under that section, uh, the actual way to reflect on karma and its results in general, uh, there are four uh, headings. Uh, first, the certainty of karma. Second, the magnification of karma. Third, not experiencing the effects of actions that you did not do. Uh, and then fourth, uh, the actions that you have done will not perish. Uh, so these are the four categories under the uh, heading of the actual way in which you reflect uh, in, in general about karma and its results. The jilasa. I'm just finding exactly where we are in the English. So reflections on the distinctions among the varieties of karma. So we find the outline on page 215. Uh, um, but we'll, if you go to 216, that's probably where we will, uh, we will begin. Yeah, so it's 216 where we start in the Tibetan. Uh-huh. 
so here we begin uh, with reflecting on the distinction uh, among the varieties of karma. Uh, so then there are two categories uh, that are dealt with. First, the principal teaching of the ten paths of action. Uh, and then the determination of the effects uh, of actions. Uh, so the, these are the two categories. Uh, and then here we begin with the principal teaching of the ten paths of action. So when we look at uh, action, uh, we divide it into virtue uh, and non-virtuous action. Uh, we find that there are the ten paths of virtuous action that we've presented previously and will be presented now, uh, and then the ten paths of non-virtuous action that were previously presented and then will be presented uh, now. So this principle teaching on the ten paths of action is speaking of those actions or activities that are virtuous, and those ten of those, and those actions or activities that are non-virtuous, and they're numbered in ten. Uh, and then it says the determination of the effects of actions. So here we find the determination of uh, non-virtuous actions, what their results are, and virtuous actions, what their results are. And then we specifically find out that these ten passive action, be they virtuous or non-virtuous, are the course great uh, great, uh, great level uh, activities. Now, this in no way uh, is saying that these are the only virtuous paths or non-virtuous paths. So we can't say uh, that if it is virtue, it is any among the ten, non, ten virtuous activities. Or if it is non-virtue, it has to be among uh, the ten non-virtuous activities. This is not uh, pervasive. Uh, this is not a, an all-inclusive list of actions that are virtuous and non-virtuous. This is a list that the Buddha compiled of very coarse, uh, important behavioral modifications or behavioral uh, activities one should engage in. Uh, so. Uh, this, uh, the first deals with the actual ten paths, and the second is the determination of actions and their effects, and then the, the facts that uh, there's a, 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 the, the, this is not a pervasive situation. Uh, this point is made, uh, within, within this. <coughs> 
so then when we look at the classification uh, of karma and we look at these uh, um, pathways, uh, uh, if we look at it in, in terms of pathways, when we look at the actions of non-virtue and actions of virtue, we can say that there are ten pathways of non-virtue that lead to the lower realms, and there are ten pathways of virtue that lead to the higher realms. So if we're looking at it in terms of their results, uh, um, the, 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 how these result, what they result in, uh, um, these results are caused by these pathways that are uh, um, compatible with their results. Mm. So this section, uh, when we look at the uh, Lamrim Chemo, we find that the Lama Tsongkhapa divides reflecting on the distinctions among the varieties of karma into two categories, dividing into the principal teaching on the ten paths of action uh, and then the determination uh, of effects of actions. And we, when we look at Jayan Sheba's commentary, we find that there are three categories that this uh, section is broken down into to be explained or commented on. So the first category is uh, where this presentation has taken place. Uh, so where, what are we relying on as a source here? So here we're stating that the uh, uh, sutra uh, uh, the, the, the sutra teachings and the authentic Indian commentaries, uh, the Tanjur, so the, uh, so Rinpoche said Dodan Den, so the sutra and the authentic Indian commentaries uh, are where we find the source material for this. So this is the first point that Jamyan Sheba makes in his outline. The second point that's made uh, is the reasoning behind practicing virtue and abandoning non-virtue based on what the presentation has, uh, based on the presentation in the sutras and
and the authentic Indian commentaries. So we begin with the source, the sutra, and the authentic Indian commentaries, and then the next category of, uh, of wh what we find in there that, that, uh, that shows one should practice virtue and abandon non-virtue. Uh, and then the third category is abandoning the idea of the non-ethical. And Rinpoche was saying that this idea that uh, th these sorts of actions can't lead to liberation or these, uh, these sorts of actions can't lead to complete Buddhahood. So abandoning this non-ethical idea. Um, so we'll get further into that third category uh, um, just because I, that was the one I was least clear on. Uh, but the, to this point, I, I think I've presented everything uh, um, that's been presented. Tag le lunch to Tembatta, Larichman, Larichum Zirunas, Marbe. Okay. Le lunch to Tembatta, Tembatta, Led and Jevetella Baba, Tambunessa, Tambunne, Tether a Duduki, Junde, Tether a Duduki, Junde, Duduki, Junde, Dijutan, Dinjabo, Kaza, and eh, Lasso. ジュンデソソンゲバタンドゥドゥジュンデソソンゲバタンアレレペチワタンイジョテタマンロサテヤンジャシエドゥドワレンゲビチュレペチワレマジバタンマチバレシェバチュムゾウソウテヤンジャソ
the virtuous deeds, so the ten virtuous actions cause happiness, uh, and non-virtuous actions, such as the ten non-virtuous actions, uh, cause suffering. So one has ascertained this cause and effect relationship between uh, um, non-virtue and suffering and virtue and happiness. So here it says, now that I've understood this cause and effect relationship, uh, here it says the causality of happiness and suffering as explained previously and, and then understood all the, the points within it, such, the certainty of karma, etc., etc., I already said. Uh, what should I do? So what should I adopt? So the ten virtuous paths should be adopted and what should be cast aside, the ten non-virtuous paths are what to, to be cast aside. These are the initial things to adopt and cast aside because these are the course behavioral uh, um, uh, modifications and, and behavioral uh, um, practices that the Buddha set forth. <laughs> So then there's a question that's been presented, so Lama Tsongkhapa will now give a response. ane <laughs> Debacho Zine, Kabila, Lancho, Gawajo, Gawajo, Sombres, Gawajo, Sontes, Dotje, Dotan, Tenju, Koso, Negawatam, or Chuson, Chusin, Jazib, Watabat, Dotje, Tatanju, Gasan, and Durin, Telechelon, Dunene, Gudam, Magitiba, Legend, and Chuson, Telechelon, Dune, Magoachoatan, Gawachoatan, Gorujene, Gawachoatan, Debacho, Sombres, Tama, do to say. 
Так Господи, Господи, люди глава, люди глава, люди глава, они говорят, говорят, что он дуй марис, марве, они наги глава, они дебать сегурветар, Лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи-лежи
killing, stealing, or sexual misconduct. Uh, it, does not, those, it does not pervade it. So when we say it isn't among, it could be one of them, it could be two of them, it could be three of them, but it has to at least be one among. So when we're saying uh, the, these three, we're, when we're using a number three among these three, uh, it has to at least be one of those. Uh, so uh, when we look at, for instance, uh, the, the topics of, of uh, the topic permanence, permanence is among the two permanent and non, uh, impermanent phenomena. So if we look at an, our eye, our eye is among our two eyes, is among the, our two eyes. If we look at our ears, our one ear is among our two ears. Uh, so this is what this, this terminology uh, among is referring to. So when we say that if it is a non-virtue of the body, it is not necessarily the non-virtue of killing, the non-virtue of stealing, or the non-virtue of sexual misconduct, when we say it, it is not necessarily so, then when the question comes, posit that which is a non-virtue of the body then, which is not killing, stealing, or sexual misconduct, we would say, posit the subject hitting someone, posit the subject stabbing someone, posit the subject shooting someone, so we come up with these various examples which are necessarily non-virtuous actions of the body but not among those three. So it is, it is not necessarily not killing, it is necessarily not stealing, it is necessarily not sexual misconduct, but it is non-virtue of the body. So it, it isn't, it isn't, it isn't, but it is this. Uh, so uh, that's why we can say machap. It does not pervade it because we can posit something that is not among those three, which is the subject. Is that clear? Yes. Okay. So if we were to say then, uh, among these three non-virtues of the body, uh, um, killing, stealing, and sexual misconduct, and the subject, uh, non-virtue, the... Okay, and the subject non-virtue of the body, are there three permutations, four permutations, are they mutually exclusive or are they are synonymous? Uh, so then we posit this question. So uh, these, among these three categories and non-virtue, uh, so are they three, four, mutually exclusive or synonymous? ルジムガソムガロイナルジムガイムチャルジムガイナルジムガソムガロイナルジムガイムチャルジムガイナルジムガイムチャルジムガイムチャルジムガイムチャルジムガイムチャルジムガイムチャルジムガイムチャルジム
it is necessarily non-virtue of the body. If it is among those three, it is necessarily a non-virtue of the body. If it is a non-virtue of the body, it is necessarily not among those three. Posit that which is not among those three, stabbing someone. Stabbing someone is a non-virtue action of the body, but does not fall categorically under uh, any among those three killing, stealing, or sexual misconduct. Something that which is both killing. So killing is both non-virtue of the body and killing is the action of killing is among the three non-virtuous activities of the body. It's the first one killing. And then if you say posit something which is neither, you can say a tree. Uh, I said or lying. Uh, so, and, so this is how you would look at it. So there would be three permutations. So basically if something, if there is one of the categories pervades the other but the other doesn't, you're going to come up with three permutations. What if it's killing and, and it's a virtuous killing? The the Gewe Suchupa Gare. Gewe Suchupa Gangisena the Sanjay. The Suchupa the Yina. That's a deeper Yin. Gewe Suchupa, what that then comes over the top, what did it? Debbie this suchupa the megewa yin goatel. Megewa ju, the megewa ju. Gewa yomare. This suchupa megewa yin. Hiji kun the not suchupa yuzero. What the vision goyins and the dimu de. Yinni, the megewa chu, megewa sum karo yim macha, gang yisena de gewa yin. What did? What did the jana ta majidin go on? Yinni, the megewa yomare. Okay, so, so this is a debate that could take place, uh, absolutely, because there is, we find out of great compassion times where there has been a killing that has taken place. For instance, when the Buddha was a riverboat captain and he realized that a thief on board was going to take over and, and kill uh, all the people on board and steal everything and then would accumulate the non-virtue himself of killing and then the others would be killed, Buddha actually engaged in killing. So there is a quote in scripture that says, if it is done out of great compassion with awareness, uh, then it can be a, a, the act of killing can be a virtuous activity. So if we are going to posit this as a potential killing, then we have to say there are four possibilities. 
Now, this is something that would be debated, certainly, but if we are going to posit it, then we have to say there are four possibilities, because if it is killing, it is not necessarily uh, um, non-virtue. Um, but here, we're speaking of among the, 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 the back and forth was, that we're speaking of among the, t the three non-virtuous activities of killing, which categorically wouldn't have a virtue under it. So... That's the other way it would be debated at it if it were going to be posited as something that was killing and virtue. That in this case, we're not talking about, we're talking about those things under the umbrella of the ten, three non-virtues uh, uh, among the ten that are related to the body. But you can certainly debate that it would, could be four because killing could be a virtuous activity uh, if we were to look at it in all these ways. So Rinpoche said it's very good to look at all these possibilities and to understand this material thoroughly. So thank you, Ted. So this is good to, to have these, I, these doubts, these ideas that, that cause this, this, this thought. So first we thought three, and now we end up with possibly four. そう、ジョバスラウサロ、そう。テネデデン。ニケヤンバヨアタ。ミゲワダミゲワニケヤンバ。ミジマゴソンボカロス。ゲワマ。ミジマゴソンボカロスナ。ネンチジクンロンドメ
drone the sesa the kanga gewa the beche kashe the dets deepa yure beche kashe the kelen that's deeper yure gang is in a suchusun i said some books say that this act of killing left an imprint of a negativity even though it was overwhelmed by the virtue there was still an imprint of the negativity he said yes yeah, some books do say that so this is uh so Ralo Sawa was someone who brought the Yamantaka teachings uh, to, to Tibet. So at first, uh, when he brought this Yamantaka lineage to Tibet, they said that this wasn't an authentic practice, and they were saying that this was a spirit. Uh, of some sort, uh, that this was not a real deity to practice. So then, through ma- uh, black magic and cr- the ser, black magic. So through Ralo Sao, through black magic, um, actually killed 13 uh, of these people disputing this idea. So then a Geshe said to him, this doesn't make any sense. You're a Geshe uh, and, and you are a monk that you have killed. This is not compatible. So then he, in Shabudun Jema. Okay, then he said, Well, in seven days I'm going to, to kill you. To the person, the, the Geshe. So it was a Geshe saying this to Ralo Sao, you're a monk, you're a Geshe. And he said, Well, in seven days I will take your life. So then the Geshe was a great scholar and went into a meditation upon emptiness. So then seven days passed and Aralotsawa's black magic killed him. So there's some doubt here around this Yamantaka lineage. Uh, So this is within the Yamantaka lineage and the story of lineage. Uh, So here's an act of killing that took place uh, um, where we we also find this doubt that arises of whether what it what it is about. So then that is why we can possibly say that if one commits the act of killing with the body, it isn't necessarily non-virtue. Uh, okay. So then. Uh, so if we say um, uh, the two, uh, the uh, among the three non-virtuous activities of the body, uh, um, killing, stealing, and sexual misconduct, uh, uh, and uh, non-virtue of the body, we find there are three permutations when we compare those two subject matters. Uh, now, what if we compare the two subject matters uh, of the the between the speech uh, and non-virtue of the speech. So any among the four non-virtues of the speech, uh, um, uh, lying, uh, harsh words, uh, gossip, and divisive speech, uh, and the subject, non-virtue of the speech, 
Are there three permutations, form permutations? Are they mutually exclusive or are they synonymous? ngachi So then when we get to this one, it becomes a little more difficult. So if we were to say, uh, uh, look at it in the same way as before. Um, if it is among the four non-virtues of the speech, um, lying, harsh words, uh, divisive speech, or gossip, it is necessarily non-virtue of the speech. So then the next one, if it is non-virtue of the speech, if we say it is not necessarily among those four, then we say show, we run into a problem because in the Abhidharma teachings, it states that um, uh, all, uh, all afflicted, uh, all words possessing afflictions fall within the four. So this is stated in the Abhidharma. All words possessing afflictions fall within those four categories of lying, divisive speech, harsh words, or gossip. Uh, so if this is the case, then we have to say that that does pervade that, which then makes them synonymous. So in this case, so this is where a doubt again arises. So if we look at the quote from the Abhidharma, and we see that all of those words possessing, uh, possessing, possessing afflictions, or that are, uh, possess afflictions, fall categorically under these four, 
then we can't say there is something outside of that that is a sound. See, this word, the word could be sound also. So word, it's a tzik. So there's nothing outside of it according to the Abhidharma. So based on that logic, we have to say <coughs> synonymous, that both pervade each other. That, uh, that if it is among the four non-virtuous activities of the body, it is necessarily, uh, of the speech rather, it is necessarily a, no, a non-virtuous activity of the speech. If it is a non-virtuous activity of the speech, it is a necessarily among the four non-virtuous activities of the speech, if we're saying uh, that they are synonymous. And the reason that we say there isn't something out of the outside of these is because the it's stated that the four uh, um, lying, harsh words, gossip, and divisive speech are are the complete listing of that which is a, uh, a fl- uh, words possessing afflictions. Uh, so it's a all-inclusive, uh, words possessing afflictions. I might have added a word or two here, but that's just for the, to keep the same meaning and for fluidity. So it's, possess- it's possessing, there are words possessing afflictions, and they are, these, these four are those. So when we look at what lying is, it's saying uh, to someone else something that is not true. So saying something to someone else that is not true. So So divisive speech is referring to trying to take two people uh, who are in some way uh, together and dividing them with your words, dividing the way they feel about each other with your words. So this is what what divisive speech means. Harsh words is saying something mean, something bad. Ducha, saying something bad. And then uh, gossip is, uh, um, there's so many things, meanings of what we could could say that is. Uh, So many things we talk about that... Uh, that uh, would mean, would be gossip. This dunda means meaning. Uh, so um, things we do that would, would fall categorically under gossip, there are many. Mm. Uh, so th- so then when we, we say that uh, lying, uh, um, uh, lying, divisive speech, uh, and harsh words uh, and um, gossip are among the words that are possessing afflictions or sound or words of possessing afflictions. Take a short break uh, and we'll be back. Share that Okay. Oh, okay.
so we find differences when we go back to this idea of non-virtuous activity uh, and we look at the listing of 10 non-virtuous activities we have to look at them according to vehicles as well uh, so when we look at the lesser vehicle or the Hinayana, we would find abstention from all of these uh, ten non-virtuous activities under all circumstances. There, there are no circumstances that would warrant an infraction. Uh, whereas when we look at the perfection vehicle or the bodhisattva vehicle, uh, the, perfect, the perfection vehicle and specifically the, the bodhisattva vehicle, we find where there are cases uh, that it is necessary in order for a bodhisattva to keep his or her ethics to actually break uh, some of among the, uh, the non-virtuous, active, ten non-virtuous activities. And it's actually permitted. The doa nangla, the sanchi semba, the di... The doa nangla, the sanchi semba, the di... No, you are not. The sanchi semba, the Okay, so then we find uh, in the, for those bodhisattvas uh, that are very highly realized, uh, where it is actually permitted in, ver in actions that they must engage in of non-virtue, uh, such as uh, the, the act of the previous story of killing. Uh, with the captain and so forth. Uh, and then in the tantric tradition, we find that if it is necessary for you to engage in a non-virtuous activity, and this is for a highly realized high, high person, uh, if, uh, you do, if it's necessary for you to engage in a non-virtuous activity uh, in order to um, aid someone in some way, and you do not, you actually break your tantric vows uh, by not breaking the, the, the non-virtuous vows or the, the, by not engaging in the non-virtuous activity. So we find that there are different levels of understanding related to these uh, um, uh, virtues and non-virtues. Uh, and at the, the Hinayana level, there is abstinence from all ten non-virtuous activities under all circumstances. And then there are circumstances that <coughs> warrant it. And then uh, at, at the tantric level, uh, it's necessary, one must do, uh, um, uh, must do or must engage in these things. Uh, so we find differences in the traditions uh, according to the Hinayana vehicle, the perfection vehicle, and, and the tantric vehicle. What the Deva Magoa to the Timetan, Shadu Sambatan, and then Hagi, what the Chivad was. So this, these are the differences we find in the Hinayana tradition, the perfection vehicle of the Mahayana, and then the, t the tantric vehicle of the Mahayana. These are the differences that we find in, in, in ideas. Ta yi ji magawa ta 
Dona ロマテカジユースねえ、ロマテカジユースティゴロタ。ドナジソタンデビ、ニョモガナネ、ジタタン、タジンヘジニブトロマテレス。テマイムサマ、ニョモガロマゴレス。ドナジソタワタン、タジ
but it depends <coughs> on what this attachment is because covetousness uh, would cover mostly the attachment that we're, 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 we're thinking of when we come up with this idea or subject of attachment being something which is not among those three uh, because uh, this covetousness <coughs> is a, this attachment, coveting something. Um, and then Rimache, uh, you, you got to give me one second here. <laughs> Tanyo so, uh, when we look at the, uh, the different uh, six, uh, um, six divisions of um, uh, the, the wrong, uh, wrong, wrong views, the, the six root afflictions, rather, that's what they're called, uh, the six uh, root afflictions of attachment, I'm having a moment here. Just give me a second here. Because there's more that's going to go with it. And just give me one moment here. So the six root afflictions of, of attachment, uh, anger, pride, ignorance, doubt, and afflicted uh, view. Uh, uh, and then when we uh, look uh, under the category uh, of afflicted view, we have the uh, view of the transitory collection uh, as I or mine, the view holding to an extreme, uh, conception of a bad view as supreme, conception of bad ethics and modes of conduct as supreme, and uh, perverse view. Um, so when we look at among these uh, different afflicted views, uh, then the Jisutawa, the Gai Lumaten. So we, we say that the view of the transitory collection and the view holding to an extreme categorically fall under uh, um, lumaten, that which has not been presented in scripture or uh, neutral. Okay. Then we find Daochunzin and Suchin Dan Luta. Okay, then we find the, the other three afflicted views of conception of a bad uh, view as supreme, conception of bad ethics and modes of conduct as supreme, and, for, and perverse view uh, um, as non-virtue. Uh, so these are categories of, of, uh, uh, of non-virtue. Then a, the Dao Chuzin, Chu Chen, the Sumba Karun Yimbi Mayimbi Mayimba. Uh, and then uh, we have the 20 
secondary of afflictions, nishu, 20, uh, of, of uh, belligerence, resentment, uh, concealment, spite, jealousy, miserliness, deceit, dissimulation, haughtiness, harmfulness, non-shame, non-embarrassment, lethargy, excitement, non-faith, laziness, non-conscientiousness, forgetfulness, non-introspection, distraction. Uh, so these are all secondary afflictions uh, of the mind. Uh, so then the kanga the migewa yin, and these are all necessarily non-virtue. So we're showing possibilities of things that uh, we have to think about if they connect to those three, just as a note of what, if I'm not connecting this well because I'm kind of going around, uh, back and forth. So we're looking at uh, these different types of afflictions. So we, we looked at the, the root afflictions, and then we looked at the five afflicted views which are, are in, among those root afflictions, uh, which would be the sixth of the root afflictions. And, and we found that the first two are not presented in scripture or neutral, uh, the, the view of the transitory collection, the view of the extreme, and that the last three are necessarily non-virtue. Conception of a bad view is supreme, conception of bad ethics and modes of conduct is supreme and perverse view. Uh, so we find these are non-virtue. And then when we looked at the second, 20 secondary afflictions, we find that those are all necessarily non-virtuous activities. And Rinpoche said that we find the presentation of these uh, root afflictions and secondary afflictions and so forth in the Lorig teachings, the mind uh, and awareness, the Kangalasan. Nishu so he said, so, uh, so if we say uh, um, something that is a non-virtue of the mind, uh, but not necessarily among those three non-virtues of the mind, and then say show something or posit that, we come up with so many uh, different uh, um, possibilities. Um, so we, we come up with, with many, many different uh, possibilities. So we find many non-virtues of the mind which don't necessarily, which necessarily do not fall into the category among those three, uh, and among those three categories. There is a doubt about the, the, the uh, we have a doubt about the speech. Uh, so then, uh, so we have, we come up with the three possibilities related to the, the mind. So that is three permutations. Uh, the speech, we have doubt. So doubt arises re related to speech. We arrived at synonymous, uh, but we have a doubt there. And then the first one, we come up with three permutations. Uh, if it is a non-virtue of the body, it is not necessarily among the three non-virtuous activities of the body. Uh, so that, that is where we've, we've arrived at. Uh, so now we're going through. So if it is a non-virtue of the body, is it necessarily among the three non-virtuous actions of the body? Okay, so then... 
Uh, uh, oh, oh, maybe I had the the chu gewa. Get your shit. Luji gewa, luji gewa. Oh, my fault. Go get me a bit. Luji gewa, maji ba na maji ba pung ba sun terbata. Ta luji gewa ina tisum karomi ba acha. Maji shoa sana sha chawa, chuban biwa. I made a mistake I, before, I, just in the last thing I translated. We're speaking now about virtue. Uh, so when we look at the, the virtue, ten virtuous activities, and then we look at virtuous activities of the body, uh, we, we find, or Rinpoche posited the question about virtuous activities of the body. If it is a virtuous activity of the body, is necessarily among the three uh, virtuous activities of the body. So when we look at what those three virtuous activities of the body are, the virtuous activities activity of abandoning killing, abandoning stealing, and abandoning sexual misconduct. Uh, so then the question is placed. Uh, if it is a virtuous activity of the body, is it necessarily among the three virtuous activities of, of the body, which are the abandonment of killing, stealing, and sexual misconduct? And, and if you answer, uh, um, uh, no, it is not uh, necessarily so. Uh, then you would say, well, posit that which is a, non, a virtue of the body, but not among the three virtuous activities of the body. And then Rinpoche gave the answer of uh, making a prostration, uh, making an offering, uh, may, uh, being generous in some way. Many, many examples. ご、ご、ご。ルジレナバズナゲナバジマルベ。ジュンポンバタマポンバ。ジュンポンジュンゴルダ。ジェジェ。アナナゲゴイナテジュンポンバチャマチャ。マチャ。カルジャウトタ。
uh, um, these uh, sorts of pronouncements are, are necessarily virtue, um, but do they fall categorically um, under uh, any among those uh, four uh, virtuous activities um, of, of the, um, the, the body? So if you say, to the founder, Bhagavan, Tathagata, Arhat, perfectly completed Buddha, glorious conqueror, Buddha Shakyamuni, I prostrate. Uh, that was the exact quote. Um, uh, then this is a virtue of the speech. Is it among those four? So when we look at uh, virtue of the mind, uh, is it, if it is a, a virtue of the mind, is it necessarily among the three virtuous activities of the mind? Okay, so then, uh, then if we say uh, it's, uh, subjects such as the mind that aspires to enlightenment, bodhicitta, or great compassion, uh, is it the, aban- uh, the abandonment of uh, those, those three, uh, um, covetousness, uh, harmful intent, or wrong view? Uh, so what my response was, just as I'm, because I don't want to have some private conversation, was that isn't bodhicitta the opposite of harmful intent? So Rinpoche said that's something we have to think about. Where are we? Because <laughs> So then the reason for this uh, discussion we just had is this. In general, you can conclude that there are three ways to engage in good and bad conduct, physically, verbally, and mentally. Although not all virtues and non-virtues of these three ways are included within the ten paths of action. Uh, So that sentence, not all virtues and non-virtues of these three ways are included within the ten paths of actions require that discussion. So now we'll So here, uh, again, so the reply then uh, is where we're reading from directly uh, again. Uh, In general, you can conclude that there are three ways to engage in good and bad conduct. 
physically, verbally, and mentally. So we can engage in virtue and non-virtue through our body, speech, and mind. Uh, although not all virtues and non-virtues of these three ways are included within the ten passive action. Uh, uh, so, and also one other point that I wanted just to make in the English here, uh, where it's talking about the ten paths of non-virtuous action and the ten paths of virtuous action, uh, uh, in this within this body of this text, it it talks also of it in terms of white act, white deeds, and black deeds. Uh, and Rinpoche pointed out again that white deeds are virtuous action and black deeds are non-virtuous actions. It's been interpreted already, uh, but the Tibetan literally speaks of black and white. Uh, and it hasn't been interpreted in the Tibetan. Ta gosun je gma gthanje lela lela chumandu chance chumandu satle leje ane lunga yesunge gwa thanje gwa chubu kanun dugmare lunga yesunge diba thanje so here it's saying are not included within the ten paths of act. Uh, uh, all are not included within the ten paths of action. So what this is saying is, if it is a, a virtuous action or a non-virtuous action, it does not necessarily categorically fall in among the ten virtuous or non-virtuous actions. Uh, so that's what it's saying. If it is a virtuous or a non-virtuous action, it does not necessarily fall in any um, among the ten virtuous or non-virtuous actions. So we already went over the, the non-virtue of the body uh, um, uh, that is not necessarily among the three non-virtues of the body. We've already gone over what examples of that might be. So then, uh, if it is a non-virtue of the speech, is it necessarily uh, among the four non-virtues of the speech? Here we arrive at a doubt. So then if we say if it is a, a non-virtue of the mind, uh, it is, if we say it is not necessarily among the three non-virtues of the mind, uh, then when we say to posit something, uh, we have many examples that we can posit. Uh. Okay. So then, uh, if we look at it from the perspective of virtuous action, if it is a virtuous action, uh, if we say it's not necessarily among the three virtuous actions, uh, we come up with many different examples of things that are virtuous actions of the body, I'm speaking of, uh, that are not among the three virtuous actions of the body. When we get to the mind, uh, uh, we have, uh, if it is a virtuous action of the mind, uh, if we say it is not necessarily among the four virtuous actions of the mind, uh, I'm sorry, uh, of the speech, I'm, I'm losing it here a little bit. So if we, if we say uh, that uh, if it is a non-virtue of the speech, it is not uh, if we say it is not a virtue of, let me try this again. If we say it is a virtue of the speech uh, and not necessarily 
among the four virtues of the speech, uh, and then we are asked to posit that, uh, we can give many examples, such as paying verbal homage uh, to the Buddha, Bhagavan. Uh, and then if we come to the category of uh, virtue of the mind, that is not necessarily among the three virtues, uh, uh, virtuous actions of the mind, uh, we find many examples of that, such as uh, great compassion and so forth. Uh, so these are uh, all um, uh, ways in which we analyze uh, virtue and non-virtue. Uh, in, in terms of uh, uh, pervasion. <laughs> So uh, if it is a virtuous action and it does not necessarily fall in, in a, any among the ten virtuous act, actions, and if it is a non-virtuous action, uh, and uh, if it is a non-virtuous action, it does not necessarily have to fall among the ten non-virtuous actions, then what is the point? A presentation of the ten virtuous actions and the ten non-virtuous actions. Uh, so if if it uh, doesn't necessarily, if it is a virtue or a non-virtue, and it doesn't necessarily fall within any among uh, the ten virtues or non-virtues, what's the point of the presentation of the ten virtues and non-virtues? So then Lama Tsongkhapa goes on to say why. Uh, he said Lama Tsongkhapa says, uh, still the Buddha, the Bhagavan summarizing the key points taught the most obvious or coarse among the virtues and non-virtues as being the ten paths of uh, white and black actions or virtuous and non-virtuous actions. Tishibalangasin, Okay. 
So then, uh, um, uh, then when we look, uh, for instance, if we say that uh, all virtue and non-virtue are not necessarily included in, among the ten uh, categories of virtue and non-virtue, uh, then what about the five heinous crimes, for instance, or the five irreversible actions? So how do we look at this? So we, look at, we begin with uh, killing one's mother. That's killing. That's a, a killing of the body. So this is non-virtue of the body. Killing one's father. Uh, non-virtue of the body, killing. Uh, uh, killing a photist, an arhat, uh, um, non-virtue of the body, killing. Uh, drawing blood from a Buddha, uh, the intention is there to kill. Uh, one is trying to kill. You can't kill a Buddha, and this is why we're it is just drawing blood from a Buddha, but the activity of killing is uh, the intention to truly kill is there. It's, and by drawing the blood, you've gone as far as you possibly can with a Buddha because you, you can't kill, actually kill a Buddha. So the act of killing is present within that action. Uh, and then the uh, um, dividing the Sangha um, is lying categorically. Uh, and I asked Rinpoche if it's divisive speech. And he said, no, it categorically falls under lying, like saying untruths. Uh, to make from to the sanghas to separate them. So we find this in Shamar Pandita's uh, Lam Rim. Then Rimche, Garshane the Tamasheva Yomare. The Jin of Jin, Jin is not of Jin. Oh, so it's 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 lying uh, to these sangha members, saying that which it is and is, and and that which is isn't to them, which creates this. So this is lying. So then when we say that uh, if, uh, it, I lost it, that's good. So if we say that uh, um, if it is virtue or non-virtue, it does not necessarily fall categorically under among uh, the, the, the ten uh, um, uh, 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 virtues or non-virtues, uh, then uh, we look at the, the various uh, acti- the Yanjasurana, Jason. The Dundagara, the so then uh, it says here there are key points summarizing the key points the, the most coarse uh, 
so then we were saying that are these the greatest levels of negativity that we can uh, say that this kind of covers? Uh, and then when we look to the five heinous crimes, we see that they're all represented. The five, the, the most, the, the worst actions, the five most heinous actions, the five most irreversible actions are covered uh, ca under this category uh, of the ten uh, non-virtuous activities. So when we look at killing one's father, killing one's mother, killing an arhat, uh, this categorically files under killing. Uh, um, and then if we look at this drawing blood from a Buddha, uh, committing killing, or, or how we, you would translate it, uh, trying, or acting to kill, or committing the action of killing. Uh, and then this last category of dividing the, the Sangha members, uh, this is lying. So when we look at these heinous activities, uh, we see that uh, all are, are, uh, can be found uh, within these non, ten non-virtues, which are these coarse points or key points that the Buddha made about behavior. Tada he taught that, that the extremely great foundations for a misdeed uh, are the ten uh, paths of non-virtuous uh, action. Uh, so here, this was the most obvious or course related to non-virtue. Uh, and he saw that when you give up these ten, you adopt virtuous activities, and that the most important points of these virtuous actions are also a number of ten. So these uh, um, are the coarse uh, uh, key points uh, that are being spoken of up top, uh, the virtuous uh, ten and the non-virtuous ten, uh, um, for the point of it being such a great importance. And, and when you, you begin to question it, uh, are these really the most key points, the r roughest, coarsest actions? You move right to the heinous actions, the heinous crimes, the five, and see that they are represented here. The Ted Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the karma sort of with mind can be great, so great compared to action, karma, and speech karma. So those were speech and action karma related to the mind, that it can be huge, uh, amplified compared to not action. So how does that fall related so to the, that? Those two the mind is the chief? Is that because those, those two only say speech and, and, and body actions. But then the, the mind action is great too. So, uh, and, and Ripshay gave many examples of the mind being huge. So is that, can that be really huge karma too? The action of the mind. The wrong action related to the mind. The 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 the. Do you want to know if the result can be huge? Yeah, the result of those are actions of body and. You mean the five heinous actions? Those are those are five five heinous actions are body related to. Related to body and mind. And speech. 
those are, but there's also great actions of the mind. So the act of thinking to kill one's mother, the thinking to kill one's father, think of killing the arhat is the act as strong as the activity for the mind. I asked him for, I said that, I, I know it took a while, but I explained that the, the five heinous crimes seem to be the ultimate of negativity when we, we look at them in terms of Buddhism, the ultimate negatives, the five irreversible actions. But it seems like when we break those actions down, those actions are related, as we said, uh, four of them to the body and one to the speech. Uh, so is there something that is of that same degree uh, that would be of the mind. So that's how I arrived at the answer that we arrived at, just to give you the, how I asked the question. Uh, and Rinpoche uh, um, then get, came with the answer of this thinking to kill one's father, thinking to kill one's mother, uh, um, uh, identifying uh, one's father or mother and thinking to kill. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, when we look at the, uh, um, the, the, the degrees of non-virtuous activity, if there is the greatest degree, if, if all three factors are present to complete the greatest degree of non-virtuous activity, it gives rise to a rebirth in the hell realm. If only two factors are present, it gives rise to a rebirth into a hungry ghost realm. And if only one is present, it gives rise to rebirth uh, in an animal realm. Uh, so we see how uh, these distinctions are also made among the completion of an act, action or an activity. Mm. So we see 
uh, in the story um, of Manakapila, where he insulted the community of learners and non-learners uh, in uh, 18 uh, different ways. Uh, and we see that his result wasn't uh, as great uh, as it, you one would imagine. He was born as an animal uh, and was not born in the hell world because the factors were not all present uh, um, for uh, that type of, of, of rebirth or that pr propulsion, uh, if you will. Um, as the mother was the one who influenced him and had the motivation to do this. Uh, uh, so it wasn't his motivation and it wasn't his desire to insult this community, uh, so the factors weren't all present, and this is why he was not born uh, in the lowest realm. He was born uh, uh, as an animal. So we see the different factors uh, that are present as far as completion of action. So the mother, uh, who had the most bad, the worst motivation, the the Ducha, the worst motivation, uh, was born into the hell realm because she instructed the her son to to do this. Kongtriwa, uh, you're Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, is there a karmic distinction between? conceptualizing the action, thinking of the action of, of killing one's father and having the genuine intention, because they both exist as thought, but one seems to be more with words. <laughs> The 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 chi, then nipa nga nge pa pala segre nge the kong nge papa kong nga segre the chapa yurebe le chapa yurebe gangisena the the sanlo tambo joklan dan drop nge papa papa segi sanlo kud kuno dojaroa papa nga segre sanlo jete chung nebo chungu jere yene nika megewa yen suci the mago aimi. So Ramachi is saying that if <coughs> there's no he's not certainly answering this, but he's saying he thinks that there would be a smaller amount of non virtue, certainly if the intention wasn't to actually kill. I said, if you get angry sometime, and I think to myself, man, I would love to kill my father, and I don't really intend on carrying that deed out, but I think about it. I gave him that example, and then the next example was, I posit, that's my father, right there. I've identified him as my father, and I'm going to kill him. Uh, those are the two distinctions. And Rinpoche said there would definitely, there would be, he thinks, lesser of a negativity in the thinking uh, initially said, is it uh, uh, non-virtue or not? And then said, yes, and then said, lesser than the other. So that was the series of answer. But yes, non-virtue, in thinking of, of, of the, the anger that arises because the anger and, and so forth that arose. Yes. Stasha, Trivoli. Yeah, okay. Then Yeah. I've seen in some, I'm, I'm not sure where it but gossip also translated as senseless talk. So would be reciting dharma or saying anything virtuous be abandonment of gossip? Say it again. 
going like to the speech, you know, virtue of the speech. Not the so is it a bit, if you're doing mantras are you abandoning gossip? The zonga dama then the 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 nga gewa pandwe not zun zonga dama to zonga dama marbida ジョナ、で、あと、まんまんのままね、そうです。けば、ジェチクでは、たすことだ。え、で、たぜんや。べ、かまわし。はい、で、ぬばちぶいさ。で、で、ずん、たま、ちと、なち。たた、ちょ、